Verid velkomin ispukis raka podcastit. Amafin el fralio. Welcome back, guys, to the Spooky Spectacular podcast. Uh, my name is Luis, and I am joined by my two mates. Liam, I'm here. I'm here, too. It's good. we got two Aussie fellas and one Spanish boy. What is up? I'm not Spanish, but okay. <laughs> Controversial. I'm already high. And we are, uh, yeah, you're joining us here on the, on the Spooky Boys podcast. Um, Spooky Spectacular. And basically, uh, every week we will be discussing a new horror film, uh, international horror film from somewhere in the world. Uh, we try to watch obscure films and uh, discuss them mm-hmm. over the half an hour or so, uh, give our opinions, and um, yeah, have a bit of a goof off on uh, uh, all the while. Yeah, so today uh, we're going to be discussing an Icelandic film. Uh, this one's this one's from 2009, and it's called the Reykjavik Whale Watching Massacre. So uh, it's basically a story whereby it's a number of tourists uh, from all over the world, German, uh, French, American, Japanese, who go whale watching on this uh, very old vessel in Iceland. And essentially a number of crazy uh, whale hunters uh, who have been basically barred by the government from from uh, participating in, in whale hunting, have turned to killing people for sport. And so they basically take these people hostage and there's all kinds of wacky, horrific nonsense. That's the crux of it. There's not a great deal to the plot. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So we'll start with Liam. What what was your general impression of this, this absolute uh, ride? Masterpiece. Yeah, well, it, it was an absolute ride, that's to be sure. It was... Um... <laughs> One of the most cooked movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's up there. Like, to give a bit of context, the first scene, you're just, yeah, you're in a bar and there's this heavy metal band wearing gimp masks. And yeah, yeah I forgot I mean, about that actually. Looked at my notes and then I remembered that, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, and I've also got Girl Got Shit On by a Bird. Do you remember that? Right at the start? I, I do oh, not, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. The- yeah. So that's that's how it opens up. Just a weird scene in a bar. Well, the girls uh, talking. Well, to the her. first thing you see, even before that, right? There's this there's this uh, montage. It opens up. Yeah, and it's like intro, really yeah. like yeah, it's super Love artsy. The and exactly the old whaling footage where mm. it's trying to be like make itself seem kind of artsy and like serious. It's like oh, this might actually be an interesting like commentary on I don't know whaling or something. And then it just <laughs> yeah, descends like... into yeah, as Liam described, the gimps on stage and the bird shit. Like I don't know, what <laughs> yeah. did you think, Gary? <laughs> No, yeah, the intro is a bit, well, maybe misleading is the word, but yeah, nothing that that what you would expect to, that you don't expect that it would evolve into it evolves. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I it, mean, it the, takes a, sh- a sharp right hand turn. The title kind of yeah. gives it away because it's a bit it's self-explanatory, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's not not in the way that you think. Like no, it starts off no. pretty chill, like okay, a scene in a bar, heavy metal really heavy metal music in the bar. I've never seen it, but maybe in Iceland yeah, it's some, normal. Who knows? Yeah, some weird Icelandic type yeah. type vibe. The whole um, bar scenario was weird. Where her, like so it's one girl. What was her name? 
the blonde. Also, there's no. Annette, who was one of the main sort of main characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she she's there with her friend, right? And her yes. friend kind of hooks up with someone. Yeah, with an older Icelandic fellow. And then she leaves, and they're kind of they kind of like she doesn't want her to go with him because they've got to get up early for their whale watching. For their whale watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's when they separate stuff. that she gets shit on by a bird. Yeah, she gets shit on. So I guess maybe this is foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. 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 To get shit on. Yeah. Not very subtle. Artful foreshadowing. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, so it's essentially Annette, um, who I honestly, I'm not sure if she's Icelandic or, or where she was meant to be from. I actually always think she might be Icelandic, but it's, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so there's her, there's basically a, a, um, a group of Japanese tourists as well. So there's a, an older gentleman and his wife who sort of play these kind of like uh, rich kind of foreigner tourists. Like the girl has yeah, to yeah. catch a, a, a whale watching boat. Yeah, but yeah. the boat's not there. But and they're like, oh, and the Japanese folks uh, who are there, they're there on time, of course. Uh, and. <laughs> It's very, there's a lot of very blatant, like, kind of stereotypes. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that. It's it's strong, yeah, the stereotype usage. And they go hard early, like, sort yeah, of as each different group. There's no two groups that have the same ethnicity, and they're yeah. all just, like, yeah, stick to themselves very much in a very, like, like who came who came after the, the Japanese? Yeah, well, so there's the man and his wife who are, like, the rich kind of tourists, and they got, like, an interpreter, basically, whose yeah. name is Endo, and she's one of the main characters. Um, yeah. There's also, mm-hmm. um, I thought they were German, the three sort of middle-aged women. And then we've got, basically, an American girl, uh, Marianne, yeah. who is, like, also a very like, central character. Um, there's uh, Leon. I can't, honestly, this is something that comes up multiple times. His accent changes, I think, 10 times. I couldn't tell if he's meant to be like South really? London, if he's meant to be like US, like an American. I, I thought he was US. I thought yeah. he was it US was, too. Yeah. He said something yeah. and it sounded like he was from South London. And I'm like, is this an act? I don't know. I wrote it down, but it seemed odd. Um, but yeah, this this movie has um, a number of pretty questionable lines. It does. Such as when, yeah. so when this Leon fella shows up he's he's a black man and they're so the the group of german i think german ladies yeah yeah they go they, they, they're all staring at him and they're like "Ooh, a black panther yeah they use the term <laughs> black panther um <laughs> they pretty much talk about using him for sex pretty much straight up yeah you can't understand yeah. them but yeah they say yeah. that is a trend now in germany like to exactly yeah. leave the husband and go for black panthers as they would call yeah it. So like this like yeah. sets up the film immediately. You're like, all right, we're in for an absolute stereotype, racist, like inappropriate yeah. ride. That scene is, um, is a bit. There's a lot to dissect in that scene also, where where all the people come together because you kind of get yeah, the relation sure. in between the characters. That's a bit like, mm, um, maybe something's not going as it should here. There's also uh, the French guy, uh, Jean Francois, uh, who's also there. I, th- I believe he was drunk already very well, drunk yeah, yeah very drunk yeah um so it's pretty much yeah french guy american girl marianne uh leon who I, I think he's also american the three japanese tourists the three german tourists and then there's annette um yes yeah, so she's like running to catch the boat and everyone's sort of already boarded the boat and she basically like yeah barely even makes it um yeah she jumps on and hurts her knee they were pulling off they could see her running 
Yeah. I, like they they were already so late. I don't understand why they didn't yeah, just wait. The, the line was like, I believe that one of the the American girl was like, "Can't we wait for her?" And the sailor was like, "No, she's too late." And the boat hasn't even left. Like it's literally yeah. next to the dock. It's like, they pushed like half dude. a meter off the yeah. the port, and then she it just was jumps late. Yeah, and lands on her, and then everyone claps her. I was yeah. like, I mean, the the jump was pretty sick. By the well, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the, the kind of action you don't expect in that kind of action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some real, some real like Mad Max Fury Road style. <laughs> like see, there's a couple of backflips and just lands it perfectly. Yeah, a true well, not really because she fucks up her knee a bit. But another the weird thing happened. So when is it Marianne, the American girl? When she showed up, she was being harassed by this. Um, disabled guy who was trying to sell oh, her yeah. yeah in the harbor yeah yes yeah his name the character's name i believe was anton um he was meant to be an icelandic guy um he kind of yeah. was like pretending to sell these like wooden whales uh, like to the tourists but um, yeah and he kept saying the same thing six six dollars that was it yeah, he kept yeah. saying six dollars six dollars um and just following her really closely and then the one of the crew of the ship when they got there just like elbowed him in the face yeah yeah, yeah. so i think beyond who was the sort of the ship hand uh he also turns out to be a massive piece of shit he um yeah just elbowed the guy in the face but then it was revealed that that that, that um anton the guy that was you know trying to sell the, the the wooden whales was faking it and he said something along the lines of uh sayonara shitheads as the, as the <laughs> yes. boat leaves and it's like it's just it's bizarre but um i mean they're trying to you know he did some grand mystery but it doesn't really ever come into play like i don't know it's revealed later i suppose his motivation but it was just it's very odd but um yeah anyway so essentially they go on this boat everyone's like bickering there's a lot of like pretty intense stuff like the 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 japanese uh gentleman he's basically saying a lot of really inappropriate stuff about his, his wife in English in front of the German women who understand him. And they're like, yeah. you know, they hear him say stuff like my ugly, stupid wife. And the German ladies are like, you know, oh, Japanese men, they're not pigs. There's a lot of like just intense, like the characters are stereotypes, but they're also stereotyping each other. And it's just, just like, yes. it's a lot. Like, I don't know. And from the get-go, from the beginning, everyone's treating everyone out like shit all the time. Absolutely. And then the thing that I think the the number one like most concerning thing for me this entire film like there's all the racist idiocy and there's all the like, other crap but then <laughs> yes. Annette the woman who you know arrived late to the boat I'd say within the first ten fifteen minutes essentially she's lured under the boat by the 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 um by Bjorn the guy that was helping out the sailor the the main sailor of this boat yes. and he 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 just straight up tries to to rape her and it's like. It's a bizarre thing. Yeah, he tries to show her his um his like his quarters, and then basically tries to rape her. He's interrupted mid scene by the American girl Marianne, who does not give a singular shit. Um, but the the worst part is that like it's not even addressed. Like the rest of the film, kind of just it's like she this has happened to her, and then they just like it just is never spoken about and it's like why did you do that why would you show that in that film like it's it's insane it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah so essentially yeah so what i guess like briefly summarizing like 
yeah. basically they're on the boat they're all you know goofing off and being stereotypical horrible assholes the totally like unjustified inconsequential rape happens and then the french guy is drunk um again stereotype um and he's up on the up on the mast of the ship the sailor uh the captain who's trying to tell him to get down uh is yelling at him and the french guy falls off the mast and before he falls he goes grabs a metal pole yeah he goes again so just some more some more inappropriate bullshit dialogue and he he pulls a metal pole off the side of the mast and it goes through the captain's heart and it's like what are the chances like it's just bizarre as well he straight up falls off off this like pretty high mast spears the captain and doesn't hurt himself at all (laughs) yeah he's fine and he's just hanging out it's insane and then he goes, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> like the captain is the first one that dies and he's just the, the, the sweetest guy. He's like, oh, here we have the friendly minky whale, let's go something, something. And just fucking yeah. a spear goes through him. Which is funny like, because like he's he's the the actor that played him, Gunnar Hansen, is the guy that played the Leatherface in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the 70s. So there you go. It's an absolutely huge cast of gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and he dies in the first like fifteen minutes, so it's like good only. Mate. They could only afford fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes of gun is better than no minutes. They their whole budget on fifteen minutes of him. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> not on any plot or like writing or yeah, any writers. Essentially, uh, long story short, he is killed by this French guy, Leon and Marianne. The Americans try and help him out to no avail. And so essentially, he he the rapist guy runs off. You never even see him again. It it kind of cuts to these hillbilly type characters. Uh, these three Icelandic, as mentioned at the start, these you know these these ex whale fishermen, I, I suppose. Um, who it kind of sets them up as being inbred. I can't quite tell. But, I mean, one of them, this the kid Siggy, uh, has a, a a hunchback. Um, and the other guy Trig Trigvi, um, and their mama. Who doesn't get a you know formal yeah, name? They're all like whittling away at these these bits of wood to, and they're basically complaining about how the government's preventing them from whaling, and they've got no like income anymore, and they sell these wooden whales to tourists, and they hate tourists, and they're just like wow, like you know, trying to set it up as being this, I don't know, like just pro whaling, I suppose thing. I I can't tell where the film goes with it. It's never really clear any of its messages, but and there's not a not a whale in sight, so they're like. They still haven't seen any whales yet. No, <laughs> they've not. Of... But yeah. anyway, there's people on the ship basically call they call out for help and these guys, these uh, hillbilly whalers essentially intercept the call, come over, um, Trigvi comes across to his, his little boat and offers to help them uh, back to shore, but instead of bringing them to shore, he brings them to the back to the the hillbilly whalers whaling ship. And this is basically where the rest of the film happens and it's essentially everyone gets just messed up. Um, so yeah, it it kind of goes from zero to a hundred real quick. So they're all yeah. standing on the boat, and then so they're like Ziggy, the the inbred son, I guess of the of yeah. Mama. He's like twitching and like he's he's just bugging out. He starts yelling. Um, oh yeah, they they say hello, and he, 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 oh, they tell yeah. him to say hello to everyone. He's like hello, 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 and everyone's just like, what is happening? Like, yeah, and then he just straight up runs at one of the German ladies and yes, ha- like with a hammer Hammers. and just yeah, clocks her right, and the hammer gets stuck in the middle of her head. Yeah, 
it's excessive. It goes from nothing to. I mean, they're try, obviously trying to like you know get the shock value of it. And I guess not, I mean I don't know what you guys thought, but none of the film was really scary per se. It was more just like a it's like a slaughterhouse flick. Like it's not the kind of yeah. thing where it's actually yes. scary or actually horrific. It's just oh yeah. like blood kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah just I bloodshed and nothing else. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Shoot him up type, but yeah, kind of smack him up. I guess that's why Gunner, old mate Gunner Hansen, liked it. You know, wanted to be a part of it. You know, Texas Chainsaw isn't necessarily the most like suspenseful, like psychological yeah. film, generally speaking. I, actually, I thought it was going more suspenseful. Like, I thought they were going to be on the boat for a bit and then like people were going to start disappearing or something. Yeah. But now they straight up yeah. hacked one. It goes the slash of flick way. Yeah. And then so everyone kind of splits all the tourist people just run so the and this is one of i, I don't know if we should go to this the segment kill best kill of the week but this is <laughs> yeah this is my nomination <laughs> the new segment <laughs> lean with the kill cam this the, the japanese fella who was probably one of my favorite characters because it's just some of his iconic lines like, give yeah, us some lines like, what are some of his lines just talking about his wife ugly stupid wife yeah and then strong. he talked about very strong i think he was talking about the german ladies and he said they're even ugly, uglier than the korean bitches yeah <laughs> which was again like they're really trying to sell the racist angle hard like everyone on this boat yeah. is a filthy racist mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then as well he said endo um Oh, yeah. to her, she, she was talking to someone else and he was like, what did you say to him, you little bitch? Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. Anyway, he's a yeah. he's an all-round stellar guy. Um, so how how did he meet his end? So he he tried to just jump off the boat and swim. Now, he's quite a rotund fella, so he, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't swimming all that fast. And so Ziggy's brother, the I can't pronounce his name. The older one. Yeah. Yeah, the other one. He sees him and he runs. So, of course, this, this boat has some big, big old harpoon guns. And he he runs over, lines lines up. And it's the he got surprisingly far, given how slow he looked like he was yeah. swimming. And then he shoots the harpoon gun and just, it's a long shot and it just skewers, um, just skewers him. And then he also like fully reels it in. So he's just hanging off the harpoon at the back yes. of the boat. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> the best scene in the entire film, like bar none. Like that's the scene you, you watch this for and then you turn it off because it's the rest of the yeah, exactly. yeah. like... I mean, there are, there are a couple other nominations. I think that could, that could get close to kill of the week, but um, that was my, that was my pick. <laughs> I think it was pretty strongly, uh, strongly agree. I mean, yeah. it, it's the one that you expect to see. Kind of in a in a, in a way, yeah, in a way, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, it's either a harpoon against like the 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 wall of the ship and goes through like a couple or three people. And you're like, yeah, yeah that so that this one's another pretty good one. So so the Japanese guy's wife. Oh yeah. She's hiding with with Endo, the the girl who. Oh yeah. No, they're like in the kitchen or something like that. And, uh, yeah, so they're kind of hiding together, and meanwhile, Mama is running with uh, like a harpoon or something, yes. and she's running at. Oh yeah, she found one of the other German ladies in a barrel, and so she's charging at her down the corridor, and then Endo pushes the Japanese wife out in front of it as well, so she skewers both of them. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a two for one. Like they're, they're in the kitchen, I think it was the, the two Japanese girls and someone else, maybe the French guy. Maybe 
And the yeah. the like and don't know the other Japanese girl like the the wife of the Japanese guy goes like um get me something to drink or something like that. And she starts searching and goes like, well, I didn't find anything to drink, but here's a, a, how do you call it? That thing that you can shoot and it does light in the air, like a firework. Oh, a flare gun. Yeah, a flare, yeah. A flare gun, yeah. Well, I didn't find alcohol, but there's a flare gun. And she was like, well, we can do something with this. <laughs> and that was Uri's, that was Uri's flare gun mention of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for next week for the Legan <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened earlier on, my dude. I think that was on the other on the other boat. Yeah, because the um, Japanese yeah? guy was still oh, winning. Yeah. I think I think yeah, that was when yeah, he told him. He's like, "What did you say?" Exactly, you exactly. ugly little bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Before this other kill as well, the oh, double skewer. They the endo makes a statement to the to the the woman as they're hiding away from the mama. Um, she says she says to the woman, "Oh yeah, your dad was a real kamikaze," uh, and essentially sets her up to be a, a bomb, right? Like she she puts lighter fluid in a, in a bag and pushes her out the door, who then gets skewered, and then the whole three yeah. of them get uh get absolutely barbecued when when the uh, the Japanese wife essentially yeah lights a the cigarette lighter. The the setup isn't the worst part. It's more just like the fact that that endo even says that your dad was a kamikaze, like. <laughs> It's just yeah. yeah, this entire film is it's littered with this stuff. Like it's insane. So Mama gets she's still alive, barely. But she's absolutely incinerated. And yes. Ziggy So does Ziggy find her pretty shortly after or is that a bit later on? No, I think it's just right after, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and he sees her on the ground and he starts to like so her face is basically oh, yeah. just goo. Oh. And he t- starts touching her face and bits like come off it. That that yeah, that was pretty bold yeah it's definitely yeah. yeah like the rest of the film it, it just goes straight for gore as it's goes yeah. through and that was pretty gross I, I will admit and then so what what's happening with our other folk the the Icelandic girl the like the main character she's in like kind of a dungeon with the yeah. oh yeah Siki yeah. yeah. like hangs her from these chains and yeah, he's like putting this weird orange oh, yeah. sauce on it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like it's like some barbecue sauce or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and like wrapping like some seaweed looking stuff around her <laughs> and like there's some yeah. Like yeah, put just pours a bunch of shit over her, basically. And it's just I don't know what was really happening. Yeah, there was some inference that he was doing it to please the Lord or something, and he was trying to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. like a sacrifice yes. or to, to fix his hump. The whole thing was trying to like justify his existence of him being a humpback and the whole inbred angle, but this Lord like character doesn't even come up ever, and it's like it kind of doesn't go yeah, anywhere. No... And it's almost just an excuse for the Annette, the woman who was just like assaulted by the other guy on the boat, to then get strapped up and you know felt up by another creepy weirdo like she just gets the absolute yeah, shitty end of the stick the entire time. film yeah it's it's yeah. her treatment is insane like yeah. yeah yeah even by the people who are like just other tourists exactly endo does manage to escape off the boat with the french guy um and they manage to basically make their way off on a sort of dinghy 
that's that's left, leaving Annette, Leon, and Marianne to kind of fend for themselves since everyone else has been killed off pretty quickly. I think the French guy promises her money if she doesn't go back or yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes, you know, some like French nonsense. And he gives then, another ooh la la. Yeah. <laughs> For now, it's, it's this strange like romance thing between Marianne and Leon where she attaches oh, herself to yes. him because he's taking care of her. Um, he came out of nowhere. So because she like starts complaining, she's like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm not on my trip, I'm not on my honeymoon. Yeah, and exactly. She's like, yeah. you know, being a pretty little like self-entitled American, which is like they're trying to betray her like that. Um, and then I don't know where, when like Leon and, and Marianne are kind of hiding, they have this conversation and she like confesses her feelings for him. Have you known the guy for what? Like it's probably, it's getting, it's getting dark now. So they've been out on the, on the, on the sea for like 10 hours, eight hours, confesses her love. And she's like, I really like you. Um, and he just looks at her like, you know, she said something bizarre and she's like, Oh, what did I do? What did I do wrong? And she, he's just like, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that I'm gay, which is totally fair. Like <laughs> that's fair enough. He can be gay. Oh, yeah. But then, but then the reaction, the back and forth, and then always is this insane. Like she just starts whining. Like why didn't you tell me? How could you do this to me? And then yeah, said so Leon delivers the absolute line. Um, uh, I had to write this whole thing down. It's a it's a pretty stellar quote. He says, he sort of grabs her grabs her shoulders and he just looks at her dead in the eyes and he says. <laughs> I might be disgusting to you, but this disgusting faggot here is the only hope your tight Bible belt whipped church going ass has of getting out of this alive. Which is just, <laughs> it is the epitome of like stereotypical, like token black character line you can get in a film. And the delivery is like spot on, like token black character line. Um, it is admittedly really, it's like fucking hilarious. Like you just don't expect this guy to like, drop yeah. a one liner. All of a sudden he just drops his perfect one liner. It's just, it's the whole scene is insane. Speaking of other like iconic lines in this this movie, there's there's one. I think it's one of the first people who's murdered. He's like, he's like, I'm a friend of nature. You can't do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? There's 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 some the dialogue in this. You don't even know where they're going with it half the time. Like it's like, how is that going to stop you getting murdered? I know. <laughs> I'm a friend and of nature. It's it's funny because the tourists all seem like these like caricatures, but then the the Icelandic like the the whale hunters, they almost seem like the main fella uh, Trigvi, who's the guy that like fetched all the tourists from the other boat and brought them back to the whaler's boat. He's the one that seems like the most well put together character, almost like the actor seems to do the best job, and he kind of is mm. less, somewhat less of a stereotype. And he's obviously like a mass murdering, slaughtering, crazy guy, but. I don't know. There's more. It seems sort of more interesting than like I'd say ninety five percent of the characters yeah. here. And he also um, seems more level headed than most of the characters. He does, right? Yes. Like, how can a crazy murderer seem more level headed than these people? But he does. Like, yeah. even Leon at times seems erratic. It's just probably just poor writing. But like, yeah, like that random one liner, and then I don't know. It, it's it's bizarre. And meanwhile, we see uh, Endo and the French guy. Kind of they they get to shore somewhere. Yeah. I think it's a lighthouse. Yeah, it doesn't say exactly where, but it's yeah. And they're climbing the rocks, and the French guy is ooh la la, ooh la la, sacre bleu, you fucking bitch, you know, and then just stops. <laughs> yeah, all classic classic stereotypical French. Yeah, lines. like even the characters are stereotypes, and they all play yeah. into it. And he's bizarre. he's being so rude to Endo, who like saved his life. Exactly. Um, and they get into this lighthouse. And who would have thunk it? 
the people from <laughs> yeah. earlier. He's yes. just chilling in this lighthouse. Yeah, Anton, the uh, the guy that was pretending to be a cripple, he's, he's in the lighthouse and he kind of takes them in. Endo kind of sees some of these photos. Yeah. She realizes, I think she clocks that he is somehow connected to the people on the boat. I believe it's meant to be that, yeah, he's related to them because, I mean, it's happened third at the start because he was making the, he was selling the wooden whales. Yeah, exactly. The other yeah. whalers were the connection. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see the French guy went up to take a pierce. Yeah. And then you see Anton just follow him straight away. Yeah. And the French guy Go comes on, down yeah. bleeding. He's like bleeding, right? And this is another nomination for Kill of the Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, starts, he starts running away. And Anton, so he's, he stopped acting or crippled and he just like sidearm tosses an axe and it just clean removes the French guy's head. Like his <laughs> yes. head disappears. It's not like it sticks in. It just cuts clean through a little hand yeah. axe. And it just, <laughs> he just launches it like a frisbee and it's, his head is it's pretty dead, it's gone. Then Endo promises the Anton, the guy from the lighthouse, like a lot of money. Where does this money come from? From the French guy? I think it's just a lie. I think she was basically trying to, because she yeah. knew that the whalers were, uh, you know, that the guy was selling the whale. Um, oh, the whale. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought somehow because the Japanese know. couple were obviously very rich. Yeah. yeah. Maybe because they yeah. were dead, she had access to some sort of. That's true. And it is in the end that make she somehow escapes with money, or she, she as in, she hmm. basically impersonates the the the, uh, the woman she was working for, the Japanese oh, woman. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But, so I don't yeah. know if this There's was something going on. Then. Oh, another contender though for your your kill of the week, Liam, um, oh, is yeah. when Marianne oh, yeah. is in the bridge and Siggy manages yes. to <laughs> to find. Yeah, See, I wasn't sure because he does. She doesn't fully finish him here, so I wasn't sure if it really counted. But this was it's definitely a I solid wrote, line. Um, I wrote down what she said because this yeah, was, this same. Was do you iconic. want to say? Because she was stuck in there and Siggy's there, and she basically finds a yeah. flare gun in the bridge. Um, do you want to? Do you want to describe this one? Yeah. So he's he's kind of at the door trying to get in, and then she finds the flare. She she pulls it out and she's like, "Hey, goodbye, creep," and then misses the completely <laughs> yeah. misses yeah. the shot. Completely misses so the, the flare flies past his head, and then oh yeah, and then and then uh, he says, "Mama, Mama says this is only for emergencies." Um, so he's obviously being like. <laughs> not to, to use it and then she just throws down this absolute line and then she she cocks the gun and then shoots him in the eye and she's like i call this an emergency yeah yeah <laughs> it's a solid line yeah well essentially yeah it kind of boils down to then marianne and, and annette kind of find find the boat and they jump on and leon goes to essentially try to to deal with the rest of the um of trig v and the rest of the whale hunters and uh, Marianne is basically being like, no, we're going to go. Like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. And Leon's like, you guys should go. And that's like, hold on. Like, Leon, try to help us here. And again, like characterizing uh, Marianne as just this super selfish American. Um, yeah. They essentially, you know, end up on the boat and they little, the little blow up uh, escape boat. And they, they sail off into the, into the night. Um, and Leon essentially is, ends up dealing with Trick V, um, which is also like a pretty, I, I didn't mind it, but it was very, again, it's like they're kind of throwing so many messages into this film where essentially you got to the point where there was a showdown between Trick V and, and, uh, yeah. and Leon and the Coast Guard had managed to come across uh, the old whale watching ship 
and they've basically got Leon in their in their sights, and Leon's managed to like get the, this gun that Trippy had off of him. So Leon's got the whale, you know, the whale hunter, the the, the killer, in his sights, yeah. and the the Coast Guard does, and they're kind of yelling in Icelandic. Um, but essentially, it turns out that they kind of see Leon as this black dude and decide that since he has the gun and since he's not responding yeah. to the Icelandic uh, being yelled at... Yeah, Trippi was kneeling well. right in front of him, so he looks yeah. a lot like the victim yeah. in that scenario. And he was the one that could, you know, he understands Icelandic, so he could, he could hear. Yeah, so they were telling him to drop the gun, obviously he could yeah. understand. Yeah. They basically shoot shoot Leon, um, thinking he's the threat, and he then basically manages somehow to shoot Trippi on his way down, who then gets yeah. you know, killed point blank as well. So they're both dead. Yeah, it's but... so- we had her like, yeah. They're like, oh, we've got to shoot him, otherwise he's going to execute the the guy who's on his knees. He was yeah. actually the bad guy. But they didn't know. And we're on shooting him, he pulls the trigger, and his head just turns into mist. Like, it yes. does. It <laughs> does. It's a real Tarantino yes. style, like, yeah. Gore. It just explodes. Yeah. And then, yeah. So everyone's dead. <laughs> and so, meanwhile, Marianne and Annette are floating, and they're floating along. And then so they, they either like something surfaces near them, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's a whale." And yeah. It turns out it's, a, it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's an orca, so it's a killer whale. Yes. And what what happened? What are they arguing about? Yeah, they're arguing about where. And Marion wants to shoot it, and yes. so just knocks it out of Annette's hands, which is the stupidest shit. Yeah. Yes. Like, she's yeah. arguing with her over it. Which, again, they're really just like characterizing it to the point where it's like, how is she? How has Marianne made it this far in life? Let alone because like, <laughs> she is the she yeah. is the worst person ever she to have is. existed. The yeah, apart from the French her. guy. The French guy. Is apart from the French, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know he he was just drunk, you know. Yeah. And no, he, said, I think he, he was just French. That's the thing. <laughs> well, he somehow drunkenly accidentally killed he killed like well, the captain a, a sailor he yeah. laughed when someone he thought was disabled got fucking smacked in the face <laughs> and he tried to sexually assault that woman after she saved his life it's like he is a piece of shit as well like the American yeah. woman yeah, tried to really play her up is selfish but the French guy is pretty much garbage as well I'd say oh yeah no, I'm just I'm just joking he's yeah it is two of the most awful people like yeah. created in any show or movie. But it's like over the top though. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. And but then yeah. basically so uh Marianne pushes Annette out of this little boat. And yes. you think the killer whale's gonna get her, but instead it just pulls the little boat that Marianne's in yeah. down yeah. into the water. So she and just disappears. Gone. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, good riddance. Yeah. And Annette's kind of floating there. And do you, do we ever find out if she lives? Because she's just floating know. in the, so no. the end, right? So essentially, yeah. the, the final scenes are you, you cut to the shot of the airport where you see the car where Endo escaped with Anton the, from the lighthouse. Oh, and yes. You see yes. That Anton's being killed again. Uh, Did he have chopsticks in his hand? Chopsticks, yeah, chopsticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she killed him with chopsticks just to take away some of the stereotypical, like, yeah. And then there's a shot of Endo on the plane leaving Iceland. And the waitress is uh the 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 flight attendant, sorry, she's essentially offering endo food and endo responds when the, the woman you know, basically uses the, the rich Japanese wife's name. I can't remember what it is, but she yeah, basically uses the the wife's identity to escape. And so Endo is really the only person that ever escapes because then there's a shot of her plane flying over the ocean where Annette is and Annette's just floating there in the ocean and it kind of just fades to black, conferring that Annette 
died, I guess. I don't know. We're alive at this point, and she it's daytime again. So it she's is. been floating for like I thought she, hours. Yeah, and an it's hour. <laughs> in Iceland, yeah, yeah, which is not cold at all. I thought it was. Actually, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I thought it showed her like passing out at the end. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, it it kind of I, for some reason I felt like it kind of wanted you to think she was going to live. I was like, there's no there's no chance. She, she would have been dead probably within an hour floating out yeah, there in the middle of the yeah, night. Yeah. I thought it implied that but, she was dead, but I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. So I mean, essentially, that's that's the crux of it, right? Like. The only person that gets out, in my opinion, is is Endo. Ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, it's kind of the feeling that I got after watching the movie. Yeah. Like, apart from, whoa, what a movie! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, about, <laughs> what an absolute thing I just watched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, so, what what would you guys rate it? Ooh. Out of out, out of ten, out of out of five harpooned Japanese tourists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it depends how you want to see it, right? Like, as an entertaining, like, goofy film, I mean, I'd probably give it, like, a three and a half as just a pure goof-off. But the fact that it's got so much, like, baggage and it's try- it kind of seems like it's trying to be pro-whaling or say something, but it doesn't make sense. It almost makes it harder to like it. So I feel like I'm going to give this yeah. a solid two, uh, two harpoon Japanese tourists out of five. <laughs> I'm not really sure there's... <laughs> a lot of things that can be said. <laughs> like I didn't. So what what do you can take away from this? Like the dialogue. Well, the dialogue. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was kind of funny at times. You got to check a little bit. I think that when I was looking for the movie, some somewhere I, I it was in the check in the section of horror comedy. So yeah, that maybe. Mm-hmm. That Which makes I, a bit more sense. I've seen that as well, but I kind of can't tell if that's unintentional. Intentional like, or not. Yeah. And then yeah. it just ended up sliding towards the comedy section because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, I think I think it falls right in the middle, like three. Because there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, see, in my so for me, the positives were like it was entertaining. Like I did yeah, yeah. enjoy watching it. There was a lot of iconic lines and yeah. iconic, you know, deaths. I think they, for me, they wasted too much time trying to develop any semblance like of a plot. They should have yeah. just gone all out on the the kind of memes and the yeah the stupid goofy lines because that was where it was good. When they tried too yes. hard to make it like meaningful, was where it was just 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 so bad. <laughs> it was, and I mean, I don't know if you noted it. It's the runtime is ninety minutes, and it it takes yes. them half. When the was a slow massacre happens. Um, I don't. I don't mind the slow start if it because it kind of started going bang, bang, bang after that. But I think it. I feel like the end dragged on if, it, if yeah. anything. So it's I. It's okay to build up slow because it kind of did like develop the characters. I guess like you kind of were meeting all of them and showing yeah. their weird interactions and yeah, exactly how they were kind of all pretty much bad people. So do you- for me, if you'd asked me like right when I finished watching it, I was like. Oh, this is a this is four ulalas out of five. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this was you know this was entertaining. Like it was pretty funny. There was some really dumb, goofy shit, but it was you know entertaining. But then, like like you said, the more you think about it and analyze it, the like shittier you realize. Yeah, it is. yeah maybe it's not. 
what these yeah, movies are I meant think... to. Analyzing is not what this movie is. He's aiming for people analyzing. Timothy was trying to be saying something, but it just is so goofy that it doesn't work. So if you see the yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. Serious horror film that's saying to say something, it's like, nope, not worth my time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is ultimately alone? I guess I'd settle on maybe three Gimp Must wearing heavy metal bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a strong rating. All yeah, right. Well, three. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess there you have it. Uh, it's 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 definitely a film, um, and we've definitely <laughs> watched yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to pick, you know, check this out, it's definitely not the easiest thing to to track down. Uh, we yeah. used one hundred percent legal methods, um, always, which I I think is the only way to do it. Um, what are we terrorists now? What no? Yeah. <laughs> what are we? Just... What are we? Some kind of uh, whale hunters out of, out of work <laughs> in Iceland? Yeah, well, if, <laughs> if you're gonna watch it, I'd watch it with people, like yeah. by yourself. Oh yeah. By yourself, yeah. it's not. It's not worth the time. It's a bit <laughs> kind of big face bumps at times if you're watching you have to have someone else to talk yeah. about it with yeah yeah uh yeah well i guess that rest about wraps us up for this week uh my boys yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been mm-hmm. the uh the spooktacular spook spookers spooky boy spectacular. <laughs> spooky boy spectacular um so next week essentially uh yeah we'll be another film on on uh on our radar, yeah. and it's going to be an, uh, a film from Uruguay called uh, La Casa Muda. And, La Casa uh, Muda. La Casa Muda, yes. hijo de puta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Liam doesn't know any Spanish, but obviously Uri does, so we're going to get some absolutely uh, interesting lines there. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, we'll, uh, we'll you guys can, uh, tell your friends, get involved. Um, yes, please. Check out our absolute Instagram uh, for what uh our reviews uh you know our final scores and any upcoming films we're going to review but i guess for now we shall say uh ciao 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 bye so yeah Ooh, la, la. <laughs> <laughs>